0: So, here you are at Classical Matters, where we venture to explore all things pertaining to classical education, with a special focus on the whys, the whats, and the how-tos of classical education for the homeschool mama. I'm Crystal Joy Campbell, your host. Thanks for being here today. So, recently, we've been talking about rhetoric. But, you know, this rhetoric thing is hard, and some days are harder than others, Marcus Cato had pretty high ideals when he threw it out there that the rhetorician should not only be skilled in speech, but also a good person. Join me today as I try to unpack just how, in the art of rhetoric, virtue is required. And I have a few exciting announcements, so be sure to stick around till the end to get the latest scoop. You know, my mind goes back a few years ago to a time when I teamed up with my good friend Bonnie Landry from Make Joy Normal. We hosted a series of live workshops on the Trivium. The one specific workshop on rhetoric was called The Meeting of Minds and Hearts, where sharing with clarity and charity cultivates community. Now, this workshop was jam-packed with lots of great information about rhetoric and how to invite it into our homeschools. And today, I want to highlight something that was at the core of this workshop. And that is love, specifically, the outpouring of love. As we and our children grow in knowledge and understanding, we increase not just our storehouse, we also strengthen our ability of how to know, how to go about the task of learning. We sharpen our skills, our abilities, and virtues, so as to be able to perceive truth. And once truth is perceived, it changes us. It transforms our soul. When truth enlightens our soul, it's almost impossible for us to contain. It's like it just wants to burst out from within. Now, often this isn't some extraordinary experience with the heavens singing and fireworks exploding, but it is significant because our state or our disposition becomes one of outpouring And the outpouring of truth is love in action. Since we have been gifted truth, it is right and just and good that we desire the same thing for others. The art of rhetoric is concerned with the state of being of the other, with imparting truth and leading the other toward the good. How to persuade the other of the truth is secondary. And this is done through the skills and the tools of rhetoric primarily the five canons in the pro-gymnasmata. But first, we have to get the why right. It is out of care and concern for the other that rhetoric wants to impart the truth. And this movement starts in the depths of our souls. It is encouraged and strengthened through virtue. And grace plays a big role as well in the outpouring of love. As we invite the art of rhetoric more and more into our homeschools, we need to be attentive to our own motivation, so that our action remains rooted in the outpouring of love. Remember, rhetoric, ours and our children's, should move, delight, and instruct the other. The best way for our children to learn this and embody it is for them to have a worthy image to imitate. It doesn't need to be a perfect image, just a worthy one. We, as homeschool mamas, especially those of us who are not classically educated, are in need of constant honing and cultivating in our craft. We are the curriculum which is being taught. Our children will flourish if we place in front of them not an inanimate image to imitate, not a textbook or a worksheet, but a living, breathing image which is growing, honing, and cultivating her own self. So today, as we embark on another week of educating our children, let's take this reminder with us. Let's pause momentarily to look deep into our children's eyes, so that we can be reminded that really, we are looking for a meeting of minds and hearts in love and truth, and this is what we are trying to attain. And we do that through the moving of their hearts, the delighting of their imaginations, and the instructing of their intellect. This week, with the art of rhetoric, be more of a worthy image to imitate. So when it's time to cultivate the skills and tools of rhetoric, there is fertile ground to plant in. I hope these short episodes of Classical Matters give you a springboard for the rest of your week. Do think, explore, contemplate, ponder, and discuss classical education? You know, I would love to hear from you, because Real transformation happens through dialogue, conversation, and community. Leave me a comment by following me on Facebook or reach out to me through my website. Both are linked in the show notes. Share this with a friend and follow the Classical Matters podcast and join the great conversation of classical education. And now, on to a few exciting announcements. You know, it's coming quick. Conference season is almost here. And this year, I have the privilege of speaking at the Canadian Online Homeschool Conference. As well as at the Western Canadian Catholic Homeschool Conference. Registration is now open for both of these. Information and links are in the show notes. Please note that the links may contain affiliate links. So if you use these links to buy something, I may earn a commission, which helps to keep a coffee in my hand as I bring you classical matters to your earbuds. Thanks in advance for your support. Next, remember that workshop series I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast? Well, Bonnie and I have had some requests to run it again. We don't have dates yet, but if you think this may be something for you, there's more information in the show notes and on my website under workshops in the services drop down menu. Shoot me off an email if you may be interested in participating. And lastly, registration closes on Wednesday for the Practicing Grammar Workshop happening at the end of this month. Be sure to secure your spot. There is more information in the show notes as well. And don't forget to tune in next week as we unpack the Five Canons and the Pro Gymnasmata. Blessings were your week.